So it is charged episode 150,000. What are we going to talk about? I wrote a couple things in Discord. We got, uh, we had an Apple event. Yeah. And uh, Prime Day happened. And oh my God, it did. I didn't buy anything. Me neither. Well, that's what I wanted to say is like, (laughs) historically, oh, good, the construction noise is starting. (laughs) Historically, Oh, why not? Um, historically, we've always, after Prime Day and Cyber Monday, had this conversation on the podcast of what did Owen buy? And uh, I did, yeah, I don't think any of us buy a thing. And I didn't see a lot of chatter of it in Discord or even on Twitter for that matter. So I think everyone's pretty much over Amazon. I heard honest. more discussion in the real world than I did online. I overheard at least three conversations on my street about mm. Prime Day, which fucked me up. I was like, whoa, this is this is not normal, <laughs> but I think people are bored. Well, and yeah, Amazon markets that shit heavily too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's funny. Like we're getting back into lockdown here in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. which is not funny. But the funny thing mm-hmm. about it is that um, immediately conversations go down like three notches. Like I found myself talking to my friend about dishwashing tablets and i was like wow <laughs> really nothing happens in my life eh?" yeah that's my life since march yeah <laughs> people are like what do you do this weekend i was like i put some hooks on my wall this is great uh, pre-show guys <laughs> yeah i know i know this it is welcome to the pandemic edition yeah well nine thousand <laughs> well i guess it's time to start the show then yeah oh what else do we want to talk about I think we're going to talk about iPhones and 5G for half of the episode, if I had to guess. Uh, also, I don't even <laughs> I know Owen is under, like, confidentiality and embargo for certain things, but oh, maybe no, he could anymore. at least not, talk. No longer. Oh, the embargo is ah! lifted? Yeah. Are you sure for the Pro X? Because I haven't seen any YouTube videos Because there's it. nothing to say. Okay. Well, there's that. So, yeah, maybe we could do a little bit of, like, Microsoft shit, too, just because I'm really curious about your recent experiences with products that you've gotten pre-release. Also, there's the first school in the Netherlands that a partner with Microsoft, and they are now a Microsoft school, apparently. Hmm. That used to be a thing. (laughs) When I was in school, that was, like, every school had that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but, like, you, you remember the Steve Jobs schools and shit? Oh, that shit. I do it's kind of like what that is. Well, the Steve Jobs School used to be a thing in Silicon Valley, I think, but also here in the Netherlands. And there would be specific, usually elementary school, where kids would uh, get um, classes with iPads, basically. Mm-hmm. They yeah, called it the Steve American, Jobs School. I don't know there why. The, there was the Steve Jobs, or like the Apple School in America that uh, did that and then sent all the iPads back. <laughs> I bought a Chromebooks. I mean, I know of lots and lots of schools that have iPads, but does that automatically make them a Steve Jobs school because well, they have iPads I think it was or an is Apple paying for the iPads? I think it's that. <laughs> well, I mean, the the thing that I mentioned, that is something from like eight years ago or something. Mm, so mm-hmm. it wasn't, it was like kind of new then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, right. I, I think it was a new version of going to school then which is now mm. very normal 
they were trying to get the iPad into classrooms for the first time, it sounds like. You know what's mm-hmm. also interesting that I saw? So here in the Netherlands, um, suddenly they're building a really big windmill parks. Windmills park. of... Huh? A park? Yeah, like the, the new wind energy windmills, you know, mm. the, the white sticks with three fingers. Turbines, wind turbines. Well, mm. those. Yeah, we call them windmills as well. Maybe that's... Yeah, uh, I feel like the Netherlands needs to clarify here because you've got both. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would I would differentiate the... the yeah, all the tourists are going to go see the windmills and they end up with like a 300 anyway, wind turbines. <laughs> how this is related to tech is that um, they were building those in certain areas and then... Basically, what happened is Microsoft bought the entire windmill oh, park yeah. and put like a giant data center next to it. Yeah, and this has been happening all throughout the Netherlands. Like, there's multiple places where they where they're doing this, and it's quite strange because um, it um, we're basically becoming like a hard disk for. Um, I did say something for about other this. countries. Yeah. I, it's just it's just a continuation of all of these tech companies being like, oh, we're carbon neutral. It's yeah, you know, invest in clean tech so that you can say, you know, that you're carbon neutral, even though it's like very not real if you like examine it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just it's- for I mean, like we talked about the the forests burning down that yeah. were carbon offset forests. So it's like it feels a little bit strange to uh, you know make all this energy but then not get to use any of it ourselves Mm -hmm. like nothing of it goes back to the netherlands everything goes to microsoft basically for their data center and then they they did it under the premise of there'll be jobs and blah 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 and it would be good for the economy but like a data center like that has 100 employees Mm -hmm. nobody works there yeah (laughs) it's just a bunch of computers it's it's and you don't tax the stuff that's going through it either i guarantee that exactly (laughs) So oh, I don't know. we should talk it's... about humming to search for songs as well. I just realized this exists and it's mildly related to data centers. But... The, sorry, the, to what? The Google hum search. We should try it. <laughs> you can hum to search for a song on Google now. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, is that related to data centers? I don't know, but I was like, pro- my brain was went from like data centers to processing to mm, hum for songs. Uh, I mean, okay. that, that is a thing that's been in this... Uh... Uh, what was it? Soundhound or you yeah, know one of those? In Soundhound nowhere near as good. Trust me. True, it kind of sucked always. But like, <laughs> you know what? What happened to Soundhound? Soundhound? Do they still exist? Oh, was Soundhound the one you could just like upload all your shit to? I, I mean, no, the other one was Shark. Shazam, Shark. right? Yes, which Apple acquired. Ah, right. Apparently, they have their own voice assistant called Hound. And they have a technology called Houndify. <laughs> oh, wow. They just put it in all the cars. I see. It's oh. like the thing that's used in cars now and in Snapchat for some reason. Um, we also had a question in Discord for us to talk about on the show. Uh, it, it ended up being heavily debated in Discord. So I would say <laughs> that like, if you're listening and aren't a part of our community, we have got one that exists in Discord. And you can join on our website, chargepodcast.com. Um, but yeah, we can, we can talk about that too. Should we get started? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I was just thinking, I was just thinking, what's the part after hey? I was trying to remember. (laughs) I got, I got it now. I got it now. Okay. Just had a little, a little moment. 
150. The show that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me are... Federico Monti. Owen Williams. Hello. Wow. I'm doing this with my head. Nobody can see. Owen, when you started this podcast, did you ever imagine it would hit 150 episodes? I was probably going to be surprised if it hit 50. (laughs) So, No. (laughs) When when did we join? Uh, which episode did we join? Uh, I think Zach? like 50. 60. 60, there you go. Yeah, well, 60. So there's an unreleased episode that we did. That sounds scandalous. <laughs> no, there is. No, our first episode you had us on, oh, yes. we never released. Yes. And yeah. so... Practice. Yeah, we had an episode 60, and then I believe you also had an episode 60 with John, or maybe our second episode was 60. I feel like maybe our first was 61, somewhere yeah. in there. Hmm. But uh, yeah, our first our, like test run episode where we just like chatted about tech for an hour, we never released. Um, mm-hmm. But I do remember editing it. Yeah, I remember being super nervous as well. Oh yeah, it's way because you're like recording yourself. It's very official. Yeah. Um, it's funny because John and I, when we started this, we actually did that like three times. So I think there's actually technically like three more lost episodes uh, where we would get on the phone and just talk shit. <laughs> I, uh, um, how was John? I hope he's all right. I, do- I hope he's all right too. If he's listening, he should text me back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like that, uh, I kind of did this with him so long ago, and then we're still going with the three of us. Um, it's pretty pretty nuts. A lot has changed since we started this show. We even survived. <laughs> yeah. um, a, a move to the other side of the planet. I did. Uh, and good. you did, and we all did, which is, well, that's, this is actually the interesting thing though, is this actually started out remote and then we were all in person. So it went not remote and now it's remote again. So it is full circle. Like John and I were doing this over, uh, goodness. I didn't even know what we used Skype. I think <laughs> we were like, it, that's how long we've been doing this. So yeah, pretty crazy. It, um, it is easier to edit when we're not all in the same room and yes. our mics are picking each other up. <laughs> I do miss yeah. the sitting in a room and hanging out and going and getting lunch after yeah <laughs> i miss sitting in rooms with other people <laughs> i miss going to lunch <laughs> places <laughs> those aren't related to the podcast though i'd suspect uh, i'd love to hear how the weather is in toronto but first it's very fucking cold in amsterdam it's it's sunny though which is good it is sunny it's, it's uh, sunny and chilly sunny and 12 degrees not fahrenheit but Celsius. I don't know what that's far enough. It's basically the same here, except cold and cloudy. Um, I already did the with a chance of pandemic thing, I guess, before, but there's also that. Um, it was a good joke that time too. Yeah, it was pretty good. But no, it's it's good. It hasn't snowed yet. That's always the metric of success here. <laughs> Has there been a blizzard? No. And that's good because I have to drive like four hours this weekend to pick up a puppy. So <laughs> puppy. Oh my god! You have um, to you have to put uh, photos in the Discord when. Oh, uh, I will <laughs> on Sunday. I will. I'll put them. Are, like you, are you going to restart your Instagram account as well? <laughs> oh no, no, I probably are, will not. Are you off Instagram? No, but I'll oh. probably post. Okay, I'll probably post puppy pictures. It's going to say it's... everyone wants to see the puppy. Yeah. I'm not off Instagram. This is nothing to post in my house. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I, I just haven't seen you do anything on Instagram, which is why I was yeah. asking. Maybe it's now you have a. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, what happened in tech last week? What happened? <laughs> what well, it? I would like, let's, I'd love to start with, I guess Prime Day is a no story, just in that none of us bought anything. And I, the pre-show makes it into the episode. We Spoiler. talked about how historically we buy stuff and uh, at least one of us. Well, usually, wow. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> Usually Spicy. there's a whole conversation in Discord of like, what did you get for Cyber Monday or whatever? To be fair, and, it hasn't been yeah. Black Friday yet. Like, this Prime Day is a separate thing. By yeah. the way, usually in April. I was going to say. Um, and I think that's maybe also the other thing is like, usually it is different. Um, I think this year for me, it was just like, I don't need any things. <laughs> like, I just don't. If I don't look, I won't buy anything. And so that's yeah. what I decided I would do. So I think for me, I don't know if I bought anything last year, but I think I did. I think I think I had like this whole confession where I was like, guys, sorry. Yeah, you bought something on Black Friday. Uh, maybe I bought my B&O speaker, which I really love. Um, yeah. And I got replaced already because it was broken. <laughs> well, oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, but they replaced it really fast. It was great. It was great. Um, but um, what? Oh, yeah. I uh, I remember be- feeling a little bad about it. So this year when when it came around i was just like you know what i'm just not gonna take a look because i don't think i actually need anything right now um so if i needed something specifically then maybe i would have but i yeah. don't know i just kind of feel bad about amazon to in general oh uh, can we i mean we can talk about something related here that there was a big investigation in canada this week about what happens with returns uh, oh yeah on amazon Oh, and actually. they installed GPS trackers on their returns. So like in a backpack, they hid it inside like the pockets of some jeans and they sent stuff back. It all ended up in the trash, which is crazy because Amazon gives you this impression. If you go to the warehouse part of the website that they recycle everything and put it back on sale, yeah. which is kind of their whole shtick. Um, and that's why personally I felt less bad returning things because I'm like, oh, well, they're just going to sell it for like $5 less. Um well, it turned out this this uh, story, it's CBC, the Canadian broadcaster, they tracked all of that stuff. It would go to the warehouse and then end up at a like a recycling place or like true. a garbage place. And th- there's been a lot of like people, I'm just going to like make a note here that, oh yeah, but they clearly threw out the GPS trackers is what a lot of people said. How well, why else would it end up at a re- computer recycling place? Well... Let me just point this out. They don't just recycle computers. And also, they asked the owner of the recycling place if Amazon sends them a lot of stuff. And they said yes. So, it's like not invalid. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, so that was the part that made me not want to do it. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there was a similar uh, thing here in the Netherlands. that They made it like a d- documentary about this. And it was mainly about um, clothing, this episode. Um, but it... it it's also about tech appliances and just house appliances and stuff like that, where um, especially right now in the pandemic, I don't know about you guys, but I find myself ordering all the time because my life's boring. So I end up, you know, online shopping and buying things. And why do you think e-commerce is doing so well? Everyone's bored as shit. (laughs) Right. But also, but also I wouldn't like, there is a bunch of stores here in the Netherlands that um, don't allow you to try anything on at the moment. So the only way to, you know, buy new clothes or stuff is basically online. And um, I, we talked about this a little bit last week, I think when I was, uh, or uh, when I was talking about old tech again, and like printers and shit. Because uh, I was thinking of getting a printer so I can print return labels, which is super boring. But um, 
I watched a documentary about returns and they the same thing basically came out. Not everything gets thrown out, but um, there's two things that happen. Either um, they batch all the returns up and then they sell them to a different country. Like uh, in this case, uh, often Romania. Um, and then people just batch buy it and then like find a way to use the stuff. Um, or it ends up in landfill or with clothing. They'll just go through a shredder. Wow. And this is interesting because an H&M is very well known for greenwashing mm-hmm. their, all their shit. But they even have a campaign now where they show the shredder. And then they're like, <laughs> look, we're so amazing. We shred our stuff and then we make a new top. i'll I'll find a well first off like if we're talking about fast fashion there's a documentary called the true cost that you should really watch um and they show this clip of uh not just stuff that's returned but stuff that is donated which a lot of these companies say they do gets that's like donating mattresses (laughs) oh i'm not familiar with their oh it's the same thing it's like they just send people gross reused mattresses who returned oh. it. Yeah. No, I mean like if you you know return to H and M and H and M says what they do is that they uh, donate. A lot of the times, that's not just sending it to another country. It's literally sending it to another country landfill. Which oh, oh, shows what's happened in like Haiti, where like companies that's plus the Salvation wild. Army and Goodwill, it all just gets dumped on a shore in a country. And they have it's their problem now, and so yeah. it's important to think about that and not and this, order as much stuff if you can. Exactly, because this also happens with electronics and plastics. They just get batch, yeah. batched up and sent to China, and then they're like, "Good luck with it. Have fun." Yeah, well, these days China you. won't take it. Yeah, that there's a, like a crisis in a lot of countries, like the, um, in Toronto, for example. Um, we have a really good recycling system here. Actually, like this full mechanical composting for example and like crazy plastic collection but they said now it's like horribly unprofitable and they're thinking about like just putting it all in the tip because there's no buyers yeah uh, and for plastics actually uh you see a lot of like recycled plastics i feel like we've talked about this before as well but there's not a lot of things you can do with plastic well, it's just yeah. basically pet that you can use for uh and reuse but most of it there's the a great npr plastics. story about this um yeah i was just thinking about um so this this is a good segue because the surface laptop go the small boy actually one really interesting design thing of that is the base is recycled bottles yeah which is oh, i haven't cool. seen that in a computer before very cool, but it's also one of the only things you can do with that kind of plastic. Exactly, like, and plastic I, bottles. <laughs> I I yeah. like seeing that uh, happening because that's good, and at least plastic bottles are fine. Um, but yeah. yeah, a lot of the, all the other plastics um, are not fine. Plastic bottles are not fine. I, mean, I don't and know I if you say, saw that story that came out that we've been lied to for four decades about yeah, exactly. plastic bottles being recyclable. Yeah, true. They shouldn't be produced to begin with. Yes. Like. Welcome to the Charged Recycling Podcast. (laughs) Uh, Well, look, here's the thing about Amazon that uh, is interesting as somebody who works at the largest competitor (laughs) to Amazon. Um, I still use Amazon, but I'm very aware of what I buy on there instead now. So it's like I'm willing to buy commodities that I would have bought at a Walmart otherwise, (laughs) basically. Like, I don't know. uh, 
like ibuprofen or something, whatever. I'll buy that stuff because I'm not going to a store right now. But anything that I would buy from an independent place, I will go to the place now. Or like at least buy directly from them. Just because I am aware of how much... Um, oh my God, the cat. Um, <laughs> uh, Mika is literally walking on the keyboard. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm just aware of how much impact Amazon has and how much of a cut they take and all that kind of thing. And it is hard. It's like if you've had Prime and you're used to that, that's their whole game, right? Like the whole user experience of Amazon has nothing to do with the website. It's about how quickly it gets to you and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so didn't buy anything. Don't intend on it. I, I, um, I've gotten down to ordering from Amazon about once a year, which I'm wow. really happy about. However, they just they recently launched Amazon in the Netherlands, which I think we've talked about on the show before. Is it Amazon like, Germany? No, no, no. There's like a Puntanel, like actual Amazon now. Wow. I think most of the stuff still comes from Germany, though, but yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, yeah, yes, but it's a store. It's officially a storefront right. here. And, um, uh, with doing it, I think to I, I'm assuming to get new users. I'm not like 100 percent sure. Oh, for but sure. Amazon Prime is like a dollar a month right now. Whoa. Um, and so I did sign up to watch um, some TV shows on oh yeah, yeah. Prime Video. And I do value, feel a little it? icky like supporting Amazon in any way. But yeah. So full yep. transparency. I am spending money at Amazon, but just to watch movies. <laughs> it's interesting that they're in the Netherlands now, though, because it was it was always cheap to buy from the German website because there wasn't any competition in the Dutch market. And so that's fascinating. Yeah. And we didn't... I don't think we talked about it in the show, but we did talk about it in Discord, is um, uh, that Amazon launched podcasts. Oh, it did? Yeah, yeah, it's part of Amazon Music now. Is is podcast? Wow! I actually I just got a really... Amazon Music. <laughs> I guess so. Do you know how we always like uh, toe the line on spoiler or like leaking things confidential on the show? Yeah. Um, I did get an email from Apple um, about something changing with podcasts. Let's see if it's oh. confidential or not. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, we talk about this. We've talked. This is. I think this is like a topic that we've talked about on the podcast for years now. Years, wow, that sounds great. Years, um, but um, how like podcasting is going and where it's going, um, but things are really happening now because one of the podcasts I usually listen to, I was listening to it, and um, um, they said in in the last episode that they are going to be like a Netflix exclusive show, which means I would not be able to listen to it anymore from my podcast app. Oh. And I thought that Wait, was Netflix exclusive. Oh, I said Netflix. I meant oh, um, like, that's Spotify. New. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a thing that's happening all over the place. Yeah. It's very annoying. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. so. Well, I started doing it, but um, I don't know if I... I, I don't know. I, I like my podcast app as well. Like, you know, it feels more... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I will get used to it. But um, I, I, I don't know what, what Amazon's going to do now. Uh, and if if they're gonna compete with Spotify directly, or if they are just gonna do the thing where you can still listen to it on your own podcast app, I wonder. A- Amazon Music is not popular. I mean, yes, the people use it, or else it wouldn't exist. But I can't imagine that Amazon is gonna become the podcast platform everyone turns they to either. They don't ever like follow through enough. They're like Microsoft in this way. Funnily enough, like they launch a lot of stuff and then never 
talk about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, what Goodreads could have become. Oh, I mean, kill me. I know. <laughs> or even the Kindle, to oh, be honest. So sad. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, the Kindle is by and far the most popular e reader on the market, but it's so far behind what it could be. Yeah. I like I just don't honest, do anything with it. Yeah. Honestly, like, uh, if they would switch to USB C and maybe, like, invest a little bit in, like, the, the interface outside of books, I might get one. <laughs> yeah. It's it's truly bizarre how limited it is. So this email from Apple does not have any confidentiality notice, so I'm just going to read some of it. So it says, Dear Podcast Creator, yada, yada. Uh, they're adding in iOS and iPadOS 14 personalized listening experiences, um, which is very vague what that means, but <laughs> a smarter listen now experience and a new up next queue. But this is what I find interesting. The updates, uh, the updated sports category helps listeners find new shows, specifically in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Uh, so, I can get <laughs> in it. English only markets. Yep. Um, you can now easily access shows related to their favorite sports. Okay. <laughs> cool. Did they add subcategories? Like, what, I don't really understand what that means. It's just an updated sports category. Oh, We've that's really interesting because you know Spotify has live shows. sports in it now, so it's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, like in India, for example, there's like cricket. Oh, is it like and a pay-per-view thing? it shows the thing? score and everything. No, it's like it listen to it and oh, it shows the cool. score in real time. Um, anyway, so, okay, well, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanna, on wait, that you... note, iPhones. Zach. No, 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 no. Oh, come on. You <laughs> mentioned the Surface Laptop Go. Okay. Let's hear more about it. Like your article's you... out. Yeah. You also have the Surface Pro X. Yeah. You've had these devices pre-launched. Like what what what's your vibe? Like how do you feel about the future of ARM devices? Because I feel like that's literally what this is, right? Yeah. Um I mean laptop goes dope. I, it's like the laptop I would buy my parents if they were looking for one, I think. Um if they were looking for something that's not like a Chromebook, I think. Um it's really good, honestly. It's so good for the price. It's six nine nine for the one that's not but do not buy the base model. First of all, I'll say this. There's a base model with four gigs of RAM. It's an insulting amount of memory. Like that's like one Chrome tab kind of RAM. So do not buy that shit. It's a hundred dollars more. Read about that one. It's it it the the thought here is that it's targeted at Chromebooks at the same price, which yeah, but the also Chromebooks have... are better. <laughs> Which also have four gigs of RAM and thirty six yeah. four or sixty four gigs of storage, it. but that's it. That's Windows isn't made for it, and that's yeah. fine. I don't need Windows to be made for it. They've come Chrome a long OS way. Don't get me wrong. Thing. Yeah. It used to not even run on that, and now they've done a good job. But like, come on, it's ridiculous. But anyway, so don't buy that. It's good, honestly. It's a really good computer. I love it. The form factor is awesome. I wish every computer had rounded screen corners now <laughs> to oh, use again. Um. But it's so cute. Like, but honestly, okay, go nowhere. Go. Bleh. I am going nowhere right now. However, Your laptop going nowhere. Right yeah, now. I would say that is the computer I'd love to bring with me if I would go somewhere. It's so light and small, and um, like it's easy to throw in a bag and not know it's there. It's lighter than the MacBook Air, right? Which I didn't realize until I looked at the specs. But it's also just really good on the couch and stuff. Like you just kind of throw it open. Best trackpad I've seen on a Windows computer. That's a big call. But it's awesome. Like it's really nice. Great keyboard. Very. It's like a little cramped because it's very small. 
<laughs> but in the end, like, it's a really, really good computer for $699. Like, if, if somebody's like, I want a new computer, you can get a computer cheaper than a phone. Let's put it that way. Pixel, oh. 4, Pixel 5 is $700. It's an interesting point you got there. Anyway, so let's talk about X now. Um, <laughs> well, um, I, um, I'll put the link in the show notes. There's a YouTube uh, review of the Laptop Go I was watching this morning. And um, because it's a 3-2 aspect ratio screen, yes. even though it's a 12-inch, um, they put it right next to the 13-inch MacBook Pro. And they look about the same size because the screen is tall. The screen is enormous, honestly. And it's all the way to the edges. Like it's it's really wild for such a cheap laptop to have that. Like it's really it doesn't feel like a cheap laptop. Let's put it that way. It's really impressive stuff. We okay, we had a submission. I'm gonna finish this thought. No keyboard backlighting. Not a huge deal, just fucking weird. Like yeah, you're using it at night and you're like, why is this dark? And it's just like you couldn't put the light under like because you saved one dollar, like it's LEDs. <laughs> like what? Interesting. Um, and so there's that. On the on the flip side, it's like okay, well, I can type in the dark. I don't need a light. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I want to talk about the Pro X. Um, it's interesting. So I have the new one, the Pro X two, but it doesn't actually have the two on it. It's just like got this new processor, this SQ two, which is the faster Microsoft made ARM processor. The only difference, as far as I can tell, is that, and it's in this like crazy platinum color, which is, by the way, dope as fuck. It looks like really. Um, you know those like Mercedes that come in like stainless steel kind of color or like whatever. It's not like the MacBook one. It's like this shiny chrome. It's really cool. Oh, interesting. Um, but here's the problem. It's the same computer. Like I use it. I really, really like the original X. I'm really struggling to review this, but one because it's practically the same computer except for slightly faster. And hmm. it's annoying because um, the software that seems to be matching the new processor is not there like they're releasing the preview of the arm 64 emulation for sorry x64 emulation for old windows apps so you'll be able to run like slack uh for example (laughs) but not until november and so it's got this faster processor it seems like it will for example like on the original one running one password was really annoying you could get it going it's emulated but it's pretty slow because you're running a 32-bit old 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 version um it, it is lots 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 faster on the new one because the process is better but if you could use the x64 one right it probably would be actually usable <laughs> so, so so maybe i don't know if it's helpful for your review but my sort of vibe on this is like sure not much has changed they mm. bumped the processor and released it in another color but what this is to me is reassurance A- along with yes. the laptop go mm. and this the surface go too um because it just shows that microsoft is not going to forget about this mm-hmm. like i was a little worried with the first gen because it's like okay it's arm it's kind of a risk it's a big bet they're hoping that when they release it like they were they released this thing and in the same breath they're like we still love intel <laughs> right and they were like hopefully we can really get developers to yeah. work for this and so to me like the three new products this year the the x with the new chip the laptop go and this go two mm-hmm. which is the mini one those all coming out with a version this year just tells me that like okay i could buy one of these and i did order one of these yeah because it's not going anywhere. And that yep. was my concern last year. So, so that, that would be my assessment too, is like, um, I actually feel a lot more confident 
recommending it now because there's a second gen. The first gen, like, I really, really love that computer. It's the one I decided that I use every day. It's got great battery life, really fast. It's awesome. Rock solid. No, like, far less issues than most laptops. And built-in LTE is really cool as well. But the thing was, is, like, are they going to keep updating this? Like, are they going to add anything? And so... I think it's really interesting because it's on the year that Apple will release their laptops with ARM stuff too. And it shows that Microsoft is like, okay, we're actually in this game. We're not like letting Apple just take it. And so we'll see what happens there. Um, but I, I, so far I'm really impressed. Like we'll see when the software is out. That's the other thing. Like the review, I feel like I have to kind of add a note that's like, well, I can't test a lot of the thing that they promise, but yeah. Yeah. My biggest problem is the pen is more expensive so than expensive. the Apple Pencil. I have two. You should, I should just send you one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it probably fits in an envelope. Yeah, that's just actually put some interesting. bubble wrap around it, though. They're, they're yeah. pretty uh, fragile. Yeah, they're pretty fragile. Um, I wonder why that is. I'm looking now in um, a bowl.com. Or mm-hmm. yeah, bull.com, which is a, a Dutch uh, e-commerce shop for those listening, uh, has it marked down, so I oh. could get it. I could get it for a hundred euro right now. <laughs> oh, that's not too bad. It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> um, yeah, that pen is interesting because it's a lot better than the original Surface pens. Like it charges inductively in the same way that um, the Apple Pencil does, and like has all the magic pairing. And I think they're using that to justify the price. But Come on. Well, like, it charges inductively if you buy the keyboard yes. case. Can you charge is, it if you don't buy it? It has a separate little charger thing that it lays oh. in. Hmm. That might be the locksmith. Oh. But. Yeah, that's that's the biggest disadvantage to the Pro X. When I was shopping, is the keyboard case plus the stylus add another 200 and something euro to the price of the laptop. And so I was like, I'm just going to bring my own Logitech keyboard and mouse to the party and not buy either. So I ordered the Surface Pro X. I got the, I think I bumped up the specs to get, you know, the S2 and maybe like the, the middle size storage. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm jealous that you have yours already because they're not officially out yet. <laughs> yeah. So, Next week, uh, I think, right? The 27th is the official oh, see, launch See, that's because that's of the software. I bet it's because of the software, maybe. Although that's only a test build even actually not. So no, it's not the software. Oh, I don't know. And yeah. then... And then it said like two to five days shipping, I think I have. So at the end of October, beginning of November, I'll have mine. And I'm really excited about it. And I ordered Logitech has new mice. They have the Anywhere 3. Is there, it's their mid-tier mouse. I don't know. doesn't matter. Let's talk about iPhones. iPhones, they look great. As I said, I think they are the most beautiful iPhone I've seen in a while. Here's the um, weird thing. Do you want to hear the weird thing? Or no, yes. go ahead, Freddie. You were talking no, about I, I want to hear the weird thing immediately. The weird thing is, what is it? For the first time, I think, maybe they did it with a first-gen iPhone, like the original, original iPhone. But for the first time, the price shown at the keynote and at Apple.com is the carrier-subsidized price. If you are on T-Mobile or want the unlocked phone, add thirty dollars to the price of the phone that's yeah. on the site it's it's wild that's, that's i've never seen that shady shit from them well we have seen lots of that okay them, we've actually, seen shady shit but, but this is a new level <laughs> it's been at least 11 10 generations of phone yeah 
since then. And did you see the the cut of all them all the times they were mentioning five G in the keynote? It's so funny. It was <laughs> a giant Verizon ad. Like it's so weird because usually they're like, "Oh, Verizon and AT and T haven't move on, never mention it again." And this was it like was- twenty minutes of Verizon shit. <laughs> Last time we talked about like now that they're recorded, they really are just long infomercials. And this one was two companies that really wanted to sling some iPhones. and <laughs> Sling some cause... iPhones. Yeah, because some of the demos were very not Apple as well. Like, one of them was like, it works in a stadium with 30,000 people with there. Verizon Go, yeah. And I was like, okay, first of all, who's going to a stadium in 2021? Right. Second of all... Very optimistic. It's the least Apple thing ever. Like they were like, you can watch it from eighteen angles at once, and it won't glitch. And I'm like, <laughs> so it was. It, they had Verizon on to throw the switch on their latest like iteration of five G. The like, what is 5G? it called? The milliwave, MMWave. whatever it is. By the way, the most expensive five G there is. Oh really? It requires well, special tech, which bumps the price of the phone up a lot. Google oh. got criticized for this with the Pixel. Hmm. Oh. Well, the the message was 5G has been fake until now. <laughs> and that's true. It's funny that they said it out loud in so many words. But so it's all Apple. it's also like they're doing that now because they need to sell phones. Like Apple is like the right. th- smallest, lightest 5G phone on the market. And it's weird that other than the design updates, which Freddie mentioned, which I think are very nice, like that was the selling point oh, of this phone. And the 5G. giant magnet. <laughs> right. Bring back like, MagSafe, baby. I, yeah. yeah. Can well, we talk about that for a hot minute? I wanted yeah. to say that there was like something hilariously hypocritical in there. I think the MagSafe thing is really cool and I want to talk about that part in a minute. But there was, they said this thing before introducing MagSafe that was like, Okay, well, now we don't include the um, charger in the box because, mm-hmm. like, it's good for the environment, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, that's fair. I have 8,000 chargers. And then they're like, MagSafe, now you have to buy 80,000 new accessories to do anything with your phone. And I was like, uh, none of this is compatible. If if they really wanted to impact the environment in a positive way, they literally would have shipped USB-C on the iPhone. Or Instead, or, it's oh, okay, just a fucking true. cable to go to Or they would tell oh. people they don't have to upgrade every year. But let's but be honest, also, that never happen. You think the thing I thought was the most ridiculous about this is they so they don't do the charging block anymore to give yeah. you the cable, right? So the new cable is apparently... USB-C uh, on one end. USB-C on one end. So you have to buy means, a charging cable. <laughs> exactly. I, that means oh, yeah, that I need yeah. to buy the block again. Like that doesn't make it, any sense. It was a it was a lose lose for them because if they keep if they ship it with the USB A, people are like, well, I don't. You don't sell a laptop that I can plug <laughs> this into <laughs> for the last four generations of phone, by the way. And um, like Freddie said, if they do the USB C, it's like, well, it doesn't work with any of my chargers. So there's no there was no winning here. Yeah. What they should have done was be like, look. The pro models of this phone have USB-C now. Here's, here's Just what like I the think iPad line. Here's Just what like I the think iPad line. Happening. I think they introduced MagSafe this time, which, yeah. by the way, is pretty fun. Um, like, it's actually genuinely kind of cool that you can, like, click this thing on the back of your phone and it actually charges it. Like, we've all had that one night where you've put your phone on the pad and it's, like, slightly misaligned. This slightly solves that. Great. 
there's a yeah, cool wall of detachment the, and like oh it's so it cool. makes a lot of sense because i've i've complained about this a lot how the glass yes. is super slippery they need the glass for the charging to happen a couple of things here though they're clearly doing this because oh, they Freddy's can't right. make money off the accessories as much like it it's not in their interest to use the open standard. So sell, hock you something that only works with iPhone. But the truth is they're doing this because next year they're going to have no port. I guarantee it. Next year they're going to be yeah. like, oh, there's no port on this phone. They're going to skip yeah. USB-C. Because then the only way to charge it is buy a charger wireless from them or buy a MagSafe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait, you know what's also interesting? I saw that um, in... Uh, so they don't do the, the earbuds anymore. and um, Oh, yeah, that too. No lightning one, right? Yeah, nothing. Um, and actually, in <laughs> Google doesn't France, either for what it's worth. In France, this is illegal. So they, the, they've ruled that um, they have, Apple has to keep uh, giving them uh, the... Has to include the earbuds there still. Oh, my God. France is the best. <laughs> Because by by law, every phone should have um, a, um what's it called a wireless headphone set. Oh wow! Okay. So um, for purposes of like uh, driving and uh, oh. calling that, but also there is this. This is actually really strange. Um, the the government in France partly has this in place because of uh, radio waves and them not knowing for sure what the radio waves do in kids so they're like they recommend younger people to never like call with their phone with the thing on your head but just use headphones there's no there is no research to back this but they were like we'll do that anyway um that is funny. I like that. I feel like there's a lot of uh, like random things like this in the world. Look, I look. I thought the MagSafe thing was cool, if if a little bit like kind of obvious what they're doing. Um, the five G thing. I have a like a side comment. Do we think that this will make the people who are like five G gives you COVID go away? <laughs> like I hope now that it's so. an iPhone, are they going to boycott it or what? Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. Let's go. <laughs> it's a good point. I hope. I hope so. Those people are crazy. Yeah. Um, just to go back to the MagSafe though, they introduced a new type of accessory, the wallet that you mentioned. Yeah. One, I think they love selling watch bands and yeah. they make lots of money on they're it. Realizing so they're realizing like, this now. Can we do that for the phone? Yeah. I will say one of the cool things with the MagSafe thing is you can get a car mount that means it's just magnetic and it's like cool, cool and like, that's great. But like, wow, we have run out of shit to put on this phone. Like a hundred percent next year. What the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> well, they oh, they also put lidar in the the pro model. Yeah, of course they did. That's the thing; it's really confusing this year. <laughs> By the way, yeah, the lineup is super confusing. They also uh, did the new SE version, which I think yeah, the is mini. Cool. Um, it looks pretty it's cool, very to small. Be honest. Um, is yeah, that I mean, the good I mean, blue, or is the other one the good blue? I think the good blue is in the mini, and the pro has weird blue. Like well, it's not stainless the same. steel, it's, um, so it's shiny blue. So. What I what I the thing the first thing that came to mind when I saw these was first of all I mean it's a total flashback to the um, iPhone five right but do you remember that the iPhone five was actually a flaming piece of trash oh yeah but it was, it was so the cool iPhone five s s that was yeah I remember the phone. I bought a five it was bad <laughs> yeah so and the people who got the five I remember they got boned because the original five didn't have Touch ID and they added it in the five s. Exactly that. And also, the 5 came in black, actual black. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this coating was horrible and it like came everyone's off all phone over the sides. 
Right. Everyone's phone looked really shit within mm-hmm. weeks. Um, so all and also this the iPhone five was also antenna gate. So the iPhone five is literally was the it? worst iPhone. No, yes. the four was antenna was the gate. Four. Yeah, the four was antenna gate. Yeah, I think five still had some of it. Yeah, it had it had issues. It had issues on the side uh, thing, and they were still, but like not as bad. I remember it was like anyway. Less bad. Yeah. Anyway, the five was basically the worst, and then the five yeah. S was basically was the, the best. So. I don't know. I saw this and I was like, you know what? If I want to have this phone, I will definitely wait like um, <laughs> a generation. First of all, I don't need one right now. I, do I don't like think the new I need the, new, uh, yeah. the next generation either, but it's beautiful. I really like it. Um, they did a good job. It is confusing to me what the lineup's supposed to be like because the 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 pros and then the non-pros and then the, oh it's a lot it's a well, lot it's confusing because like we... it's like if you want the good screen you should buy the small one if you want the like really good camera shit you should buy the maximum model pro max or whatever but even the, like the pro doesn't have a lot of the camera features from the max which is crazy like they've done this for years but like if you want the really cool stabilization and stuff you have to get the big one which yeah. is annoying frederick i can explain the the lineup are you ready yes Three ninety nine, four ninety nine, five ninety nine, six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine, and ten ninety nine. Those are the starting prices of the iPhones in the yeah. current oh, lineup, wow. minus the the subsidized thirty dollars. Because that's including for... the XR, isn't it? Because they still have right. That. So yeah. the actual the actual lineup is the iPhone twelve, the twelve mini, the twelve Pro, the twelve Pro Max, the iPhone <laughs> SE twenty twenty, the iPhone eleven, and then the iPhone XR. Right. Wow. They literally did that so that they have every price except for eight hundred dollars, which you're going to get the iPhone 12 with the higher storage capacity hits that spot. So that's literally like they realized that cheaper phones were eating the market. uh, Phones with different feature sets were eating different price points, and they were like, "Fuck it, we're going to have one at every hundred dollars." The only people who could compete that is Samsung, where they have at every like thirty bucks. There's a different. Samsung, Samsung a gem <laughs> model. Yeah, like if you look at the Samsung products page, if you get the full list, it's like insanity. <laughs> but I would say like the 12 Pro Max, you can customize to be $1,509 in USD. Wow. That's more. And it's like, oh my God, you know how many, that much? how much laptop you can get for that much money? Oh my God. Right, so right, right, money. right, right. But the thing, the thing is, the thing is that phone is a thousand percent made for influencers. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's made for every YouTuber, and, and uh, it makes the people thing buy is, it. The thing is, the thing is, influencers. Some of them don't even need or use a computer. Yeah, I know. That's fair. Somebody that's does fair it for point. them. They don't touch keyboards. But, exactly. Yeah. So, so if that's the thing, if that's the thing that you hundred percent make your work on and earn your money with, I think it's fair enough. I would also say, Freddie, to that point that. I think they do exactly that because they also want that phone is for the people who want. Remember, there's for years been this phenomenon where people want to get the the top one, right? So like Apple will add the little red dot to the watch so you can know that it's the fancy LTE one. Yeah, this is that. It's the same signaling thing where I have the top iPhone and you can tell because it has the extra camera on the back or like whatever. It's blue and it's gigantic. hundred percent. And so it's even more interesting from that perspective, I think, because that's that is how they're like upselling into those people yeah so, yeah anyway i thought I, it was an impressive event one remark i had other than the infomercial thing is like 
it's kind of fun to see them do these super edited events because it feels like they've moved on from the like Steve Jobs era. Like before it was like they were hanging on to this like it's the, it was the same. It was just Tim Cook doing the thing Steve Jobs did. Customer set, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like it's it's very preppy. It's well edited. It's super interesting way yeah. of presenting it. It's over the top. Don't get me wrong. But it's I cool. didn't watch I mean, it. The HomePod part I want to talk about just for a minute. Oh, I don't yeah. even care about HomePod, but set the, the set was insane. They built like a cross section of a house and a warehouse. They made a dollhouse, yeah. a full house full scale model, <laughs> and a warehouse for sure for a device that is smaller than their current one. Yeah, like it's the mini HomePod. And I, by the way, that thing surprised me for sure across the board. Just that they a remembered HomePod exists. B, then it was $99 and C, that they were like going so hard on it. Like it was a good 30 minutes. Um, and they didn't forget to bring up that Siri has 50% more facts. Don't, do not forget that. I, I think, I think you're onto something there. Yes, there are millions of Google Home devices out there, even more Echo devices. So many. It's still a very undersaturated market. Yeah. There's still a lot of people that have not bought a a fucking whatever you want to call this a voice assistant yeah. device yeah i guess a home monitoring device <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, yeah. that's the thing device, i think that's yeah. why they went in at 99 i think that this is the probably the first loss leading apple product ever um, you think they lose money on this no i mean they don't but like the the margins are probably the worst out of all of their products <sighs> like they yeah, probably I don't, don't make that much on this compared to like google home mini for example is like 50 dollars I think they make, might make like 10 bucks <laughs> on that. But here's the thing. I think it's really interesting to see them do it. I was surprised that it even got attention. The weird part was, that, was they didn't acknowledge the existence of the old one, which hasn't been updated in a long time. <laughs> like nothing new was happening. Two, two with years it. now? At least. I wouldn't be surprised if you see them next year or even this year starting to, um, if you buy the pro iPhone or something, bundle it for cheaper. So you buy the Pro and you get a Home and Pop Mini for the price of a Google Mini. Last episode, I was like, they're going to release bundling at this event. And I they obviously didn't. was wrong. They didn't. It was weird. surprise, right? Yeah. It's so weird. Freddie, I want to ask you if you, had, you didn't have your Sonos and you were on the market today for a speaker. We've got the new Nest Audio, the new Echo devices. What are they even called? Are they called Echo devices? I don't know. The Amazon one. <laughs> yeah, Echo thing. Sonos is still crapping out hardware. Yeah. And then now you've got the HomePod and the HomePod Mini. What would you get if you were on the market today? I would get that uh, really beautiful uh, teenage engineering radio thing. <laughs> oh, good call. It's still sold out, I believe. I know. No, the thing is, um, the funny thing with HomePod is that um, this thing, it's so not in my brain as an option. As I don't think it's sold in the Netherlands at all. Oh, interesting. Um, because I remember our friend Rafa yeah. from uh, Layout Podcast. Um, he bought them. He, I think he smuggled them from the US back or I like mailed them back home. Um, I don't think you can actually get them here in the Apple Store at all. So you know, like this is the thing for being european and especially for being a dutch person because for some reason france and germany usually get these things but we don't for some reason um some of these products some of these products they they look really cool and stuff and then and then i'm like great but i can't get them so then i completely forget about them (laughs) 
Um, I and they're living in the Netherlands too. You're like, well, can't buy it. Okay, don't care. <laughs> exactly. We'll just park that. But um, yeah. I would not buy an Amazon device mm. with Alexa. Never. Um, I looked at the Google ones, to be honest. I looked at them because I, th- I thought they were really well-priced and I thought they were interesting. And I've been whining about wanting a speaker in my kitchen for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think that one could be cute. And I like that it has like the actual switch where you can turn off the microphone. Yeah. So for that purpose... And it's available in the Netherlands for exactly. Once. I can buy it. So I was thinking about getting that one, but I was also considering like getting the Wi-Fi unit. But actually, I bought like a Wi-Fi thing at Dirk of all places, which is my supermarket, <laughs> for fifteen euros, and it that completely plus- sold solved all my problems. So wow, no way. You know, I'm kind of glad that I didn't spend more than hundred euros on the Google Shite. But here's that's the so this is the thing with the HomePod Mini is I'm like sure if you're like so deep in the Apple ecosystem that you wouldn't even look at anything else that's the person this is for oh, yeah exactly like the, it's not it's I'm like I haven't tried it I don't intend to try it but like looking at it great it looks interesting but like you you are locking yourself in so deep first of all that like you kind of first of all it doesn't work with spotify natively still which was the funny omission from they like showed everybody including prime music except spotify but you're like very locking yourself in all of the other stuff is about as approachable you can get the sonos bookshelf thing from ikea for the same price oh i like that you're you're limiting your own home system like if you're thinking about going in on like multi-room stuff Mm, buying the home kit means you can't do anything with your tv ever for example because like apple's never going to have that so it's going to be incompatible with the um you can't buy a play bar for example um but also it's just like it'll only ever work with an iphone so if you ever switch you're going to have to throw out all of your stuff if there's anybody else in your house that uses something else they're not going to be able to use it fully like yeah it just doesn't it's it's super random to me like you have to have every person you live with has to own an iphone for some reason this gives gives me like this scenario in my head where you're um you have this house and it's fully specced with like all the apple shit and then oh i know you, some people you're on a dating app and you're like well um if you don't own an iphone then this is not gonna Green work messages no thank you you can't use my home home pod <laughs> um so like that's yeah. the thing like i'm sure it's great i'm sure it's fine but like all of the other stuff doesn't force you to do that and that would be my like advice for anybody considering it is if you are so deep that you would never even consider anything else great but like you buy like i've had my sono speakers for 10 years some of them you're buying these things for a long time and so <laughs> you should well, think about that sonos has its own issues about locking you out they i mean yeah i feel very i feel very locked into sonos right now and right. and and i still can make a decision on anything so you know i should i should i should just cut the cord and buy another sonos is basically the, i agree you know. This feels like the uh, the ten year later conversation about set top boxes. Oh my god! Smart TVs. Roku. It's like I I kind of just want a dumb speaker, and then bring my own device to connect to it so that it has things that I can swap out. Just like I wanted a dumb TV that I can bring my own Chromecast or Apple TV or yeah, Roku totally. or Fire Stick or whatever too, so that I can swap that out when the technology is better mm-hmm. and then i can keep my tv for 10 years this is the same thing it's like a good speaker lasts for like a long time you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. people still have speaker setups from the 80s if they've just like you know maintained them humidity wise so <laughs> it's just like and then you're like oh i just get a new receiver yeah. 
That's why, okay, look, Sonos doesn't have a great record, but they have, what, sorry, they they made some mistakes last year. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair, they undid them. And a lot of like, they've supported a lot of this stuff for a long time. And I just don't think that uh, even Google has the attention span or and neither does Apple, in my opinion, to, to make these worth it. And it's fine. Like, pe- let people enjoy things, buy it if you want. But it's, I find that it's a complicated sell compared to an iPhone, which is like, you know, it's a bit different. Anyway, it was an interesting event. I'm, I don't need anything. It was interesting that no Apple Silicon devices mentioned. I was expecting at least a token little drop about yeah. it. Um, they didn't bring it up. They didn't like say, oh, their laptops are coming. So there's probably going to be another event this year before Christmas. You know, I, I thought that too. But I also think that like we've seen over the past two years, Apple doing the Oh, it's just on our website, and here's the press release. Yeah, but and... for Silicon, I feel like they're so they can't help themselves. <laughs> and did I re- did I recall this incorrectly? I recall that they, when they announced that this is happening at WWDC, they did say in 2020, right? Like later this year. Was... They, I feel like they said that there would be one device this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, a device this year because they've they've got the developer kit right now, and Big right. Sur, the Big Sur being with a U, but I call it Big La- Big Sir with an I, because I think it's funny. <laughs> the next Mac OS, Big Sir, Big Lad. It's uh, a good show title also. Is not stable and not finished. Like, they still haven't released it. And sure. so that is probably the other thing as well that's going on here, is maybe it's not ready. I have a, a personal story that just crosses this subject and the subject Big we Sir? were talking about, is there was an update to the Big Sur beta that I have on my MacBook Pro. In this morning before I left for work, I was like, yeah, sure. Which is so dumb. <laughs> you know how <laughs> so long they long. take? It's a really but, big update. Oh, no. Why do you do that to yourself? And also, um, we were talking about Google Wi-Fi. Uh, last night, like right before I went to bed, um, our Wi-Fi just dropped. <laughs> and I opened the Google Home app and it was like no internet. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I went in and hit the restart network button. And then I went to bed and I woke up and there was still no Wi-Fi. And I was like, oh, no, what did I do? Um, but, yeah, a little hard reset fix this morning. And <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I might as well try my luck with Mer- Mercury and retrograde, retrograde and update my MacBook Pro on my Why way not? out the door. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So, amateur mistake. Um, yeah, I think, oh, hmm? my Mac would like to say hello to you. Um, notably, actually, in Big Sur, they added back the chime. I don't know if you remember this, but they removed it a while ago. I do remember it. And now it's back. No, it was coming back. <laughs> Here's the thing that bugs me, and I know it's such a little thing, but it's really fucking annoying, is every update you do of the operating system on Mac, when you, uh, if you have, like me, Siri disabled, yeah, it asks me you too. to turn on Ask Siri. Oh, yeah, my iPad does this too. Automatically checked. Yeah, you have to be very careful or it happens so by accident. Every OS update, it's like trying to trick you into turning it on. And I think that is so sketchy. Well, it is really but, sketchy. Um, it is, but um, I mean, Microsoft is the same thing. With Cortana, with oh my God, update, the setup on Windows is the worst. Yes, but also with Hi, every I'm update. Cortana, I'm here to help. Oh, fuck her. Um, <laughs> the, um, they, they reinstall Edge every time. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's like really pinned, really? pinned to my uh, thing. And I'm just like, I decided I didn't want this. That's why I deleted it. Thank yeah, you like, very much. 
I don't like um, it when I don't like it when companies do stuff like that where they where they keep force feeding you their own software. I just want to point out something really Some funny. PM about... has a metric to get their numbers up. It's so well, stupid. At the at the Apple event, they were like, "It's the most popular assistant." <laughs> First of all, I was like, "Okay, lol." Okay, uh, it's on a billion <laughs> devices. I'm like, "Yeah," because you tricked a billion people into installing it. But then they said something that was like, "It has 25 billion queries a year or something," and it was like, if you did the math on it, it sounded really good, and it was like less than one query a week or something per yeah. device. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's not very good." And I think someone was, one journalist was saying that the the metrics were, there was enough data to show that it was around like setting a timer or something was the most common request for Siri. Or at hearing you saying, hey, Siri, when you don't want to. <laughs> I wonder if um, just like Microsoft got sued over like uh, Internet Explorer. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you'll be able to just like swap out your default assistant. I actually think that's something that might happen as a result of the antitrust stuff. If the US government becomes functional again, as there was pieces in there about like voice assistants. And I think it's a really interesting point. They, they mentioned that you can't change them and you like, there's no, the default is the default and there's no competition. And I think that was a really interesting thing I hadn't thought about before, particularly on computers and iPads and stuff that like, it's just there and nobody ever thought about like, like you can't change Siri to something else and you can't change Google Assistant to Siri, blah, 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 blah. Um, and well, so, we're used to that. You can also you also can use another browser and shit on the iPhone, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You uh, know, I, I know Apple would resist it, but honestly, it's in their best interest to do this with the HomePod. It is. Because it really is. If every smart speaker could have every of the assistants, that means they're competing on hardware again. Yes. And you know who has the most money in R&D to throw at that? That's the thing. But here's the thing. Narrative violation, because then they can't sure. tout the privacy, blah, blah, blah. Like, sure. everything is a narrative mm-hmm. violation for Apple. I've never heard one in person because I don't know anybody with one, but I honestly <laughs> think that if I were to guess who has the highest quality audio hardware, it's probably the Apple oh, one. The HomePod is supposed well, I've heard it. It's it's good, <laughs> but it's not $399 good. Like right. Big okay. So, well, the Sonos, I have the like 399 Sonos. And um, I mean, it sounds great. But yeah, like, that's the thing. Is it for three hundred ninety nine? It's going to be loud. <laughs> so, right, it better you know. be. <laughs> um, on that note, I think we should wrap um, it up. But yeah, I was going to say I, I need I have a lot of work to do today. Yep. And um, yep. So I think well, I think we had enough talk about Apple. Yeah, that's this is my favorite point. way to procrastinate doing the work I have yeah, to do. Exactly. To so. me too, but I have deadline, so you know oh, that's fair. Ooh. Well, um, well, good episode, everybody. Thanks uh, for listening. Listen to us on Thank the radio in Amsterdam or uh, join us in Discord. Tell us what you're buying if you are buying any Apple Oh, stuff. yeah. I want to know in Discord. We should start a poll. Can we do polls? I don't know. I'm sure we could do an emoji poll. Someone start an emoji poll about what phone you're buying. Um, uh, and like... Yeah, and I like add the the one plus the one plus eight T. That's really hard because oh, their yeah, brand has a new. number in it. Mm-hmm. Um, one plus eight. Eight T. T. Eight T. Eight T. Uh, Big T. Eight. Okay, <laughs> we should wrap this up. Um, tell us what you're buying. Uh, tell podcast. us what you're buying. Com. I want to know. Hit the community button. Smash that like button. Let us know if you're buying an ARM-based Windows computer. <laughs> We're in a niche now. It's just Zach. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. Thank you for listening. Right. We'll see you Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye.